Hi, and welcome to Cheers to You. My name is Brooke Voris, and I am CEO and founder of Brooke Voris Weddings. We are wedding planners and consultants, and sometimes we even take on the role of an unlicensed therapist when needed. This show is going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at what really goes on in a wedding planner's life. Throw in a meticulously neat husband, a handful of energetic kids, a crazy dog, and an overly close, overly opinionated family, and you have just been introduced into my world. It is a full, fabulous, fun life with big and small wins, but also a lot of bumps along the way. However good or bad, they have all brought me to this moment, and I would love to share them with you. Let's get started. Cheers to you. Hi, and welcome to episode 15 of our 30 Timeline Topics in 30 Days. I'm your host, Brooke Voris, and you're listening to Cheers to You. So Lincoln has decided to make an appearance again on the show today, and his little dog syndrome is in full force today. I say that all the time because Lincoln is an adopted dog that we um, we had joined our family when he was eight weeks old, and he is now almost two years old. Lincoln was supposed to be a medium-sized dog, probably roughly 60 pounds. And I was always a cat person. I never really thought I would ever have a dog. And my oldest son, Chase, and... Dana decided to manipulate me one Christmas and ask Santa Claus if they could get a dog and wrote it on this little elf on the shelf paper that shrinks down and goes on the tree. So Dana says to me, Chase made a very special note for Santa. Why don't you look at it before Santa comes and takes it? So I go to the tree and I look at Chase's note and it says, Santa, will you please bring me a puppy? But if mom says, no, it's okay. I understand. Would you still please bring her a special gift? So how am I supposed to not get these children a dog, right? After that. Well, anyway, I was a cat person. So when we got Lincoln, it was after much debate on what kind of dog we would get and where we would um, adopt him from and the whole nine yards. I went through a bigger process adopting Lincoln than I did when I left the hospital with the babies. That is how intense this process was. So we got through the process. We surprised the kids with Lincoln. And my husband to this day swears that I willed Lincoln to stay small because I wanted to carry him around like a baby. And Lincoln is still less than 30 pounds and doesn't come much higher than my knees and is my cat dog that I carry around. So Lincoln will make himself present anytime he can. But he does have little dog syndrome because when he goes outside to fight with the big dogs that are on his yard, he likes to find the highest spot that he can stand in and tower over everybody. So that is what you're hearing in the background today. Lincoln towering over the big dogs on his property. So with that all being said, let's get back to talking about the importance of having the right person perform your ceremony. When choosing someone that's going to perform your ceremony, it's a pretty big deal because number one, you want to be comfortable with the person that's going to be marrying you. So that way you and your fiance can feel like it's a, it's a personal thing. 
And oftentimes what people are doing now is they're having someone that's a friend marry them or a family member. So that way it's more intimate for them and they know them better, which I think is a wonderful idea. But when you go to get your marriage license, make sure that you talk to the county where you're getting the license in because there's different rules and regulations for everything. So a particular bride that I was working with believed that she had hired an officiant online that suited her needs. She was one of those brides that were very, very type A. She had everything in order and she liked to check the boxes. And she went forward with booking this person without really understanding the process of an officiant, other than asking her, of course, if she was licensed to perform ceremonies. Well, the woman said she was, and lo and behold, they found out later that she actually wasn't licensed where she needed to be to make this a legal marriage. So could have easily been straightened out at the courthouse ahead of time had they known, but since they didn't know, they were actually forced to go to the courthouse and have a judge oversee their marriage and formally um, process the paperwork for them. So here's what I'm going to tell you. Make sure that when you go to the county, you talk to the clerk and you find out exactly what you need for the person that you're going to have officiate your wedding, do so. The other thing is this, if you're going to a priest or you're going to have a friend do it, whoever it is, make sure that you are very specific with them in what you want from them. We had a situation where um, an officiant was overseeing a wedding And we had asked them to send us their paperwork in advance so we could see the format of the ceremony that they were going to perform. At first, she was reluctant to send it because I guess in her mind it was her work, but we pushed and we got it sent over to us ahead of time. So once we did that, it actually went to the bride. She wouldn't send it to us directly. So she sent it to the bride first and the bride looked at the paperwork. Now, this particular bride um, had lost her mother. Her mother had passed away. So she had asked the officiant to please put in a piece about her mom. Well, in the officiant's notes, the mom's name was wrong. She just, it was completely wrong. So the bride got very upset and sent a message and said, you know, I'm like, my mom's name is wrong. Can you fix this? So the officiant said, okay, and that she would fix it. So then as we were going to the ceremony, we get the notes that day and I look and the name is still incorrect on the notes. So I went to the officiant and said, the name is still incorrect. She went, oh, I I know, I I fixed it. I, I have it in my notes. I went, are you sure? Because I need it for my notes. I then watch her go over to the desk And take a pen and fill in the name on her notes. And all I could think of was, oh, would she really have not said her mother's name right in the ceremony? I mean, something so important, could she have really missed that? And the answer is yes, she really could have. So whenever it comes to something special or something so personal, Make sure they know what is important to you. Make sure that you can get them to confirm certain details for you. And if possible, 
Get them to send you the notes in advance because that will mean everything to you on the day of. Hey, podcast listeners, this is Brooke Voris. I don't know about you, but I'm a person that wears many different hats. So I am constantly looking for easier ways to get things done, especially in today's world when it isn't so easy to leave the house anymore. Brooke Voris Weddings is in the final stages of launching a virtual workshop for all of the couples that need some upfront help planning the big day. All of this is done via your computer in the comfort of your own space. This is specifically for people who do not need in-person help on their wedding day, but just need some direction in putting it all together. This is designed for the couples that have day of coordinators included at their venue already, but realized quickly other than handing them a list of preferred vendors, they aren't able to assist much with anything else until the actual wedding day. It's also for someone who says, I really just don't have the time to look everything up, or where do I start? If any of this sounds like you, reach out to us at brookvoriswedings.com and let us know that you're a podcast subscriber by clicking on the virtual planning workshop and entering in cheers to you. We will send you information on the workshop and its pricing. The first 20 people to register will be given 50% off the total price of the workshop. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is an incredible deal and my way to say thank you to you for being a valued listener. Okay, so we've established how the wrong officiant can totally destroy your wedding. Now let's talk about how the right one can make it even more special than you could have imagined. There was a couple that I worked with and I referred them to this specific pastor. They weren't an overly religious couple, but they did want some religious um, pieces in their ceremony. So when we talked to the pastor, they told him everything they wanted, and he was so happy to you know, give them anything that they wanted and was thrilled just to be a part of their day. And this is a very successful pastor. Like he ran a church, he was constantly um, you know, doing weddings for couples and just an overall great guy and had a very full life. So he liked the couple. He was willing to travel. He did like really gave them everything they could have asked for. So we met with him, you know, probably seven months prior to the wedding. And then we hadn't seen him again for a while. Like we just traded emails back and forth and confirmed details. So maybe a month prior to the wedding, we got together with him down at the ceremony space and he was sitting down and he proceeded to tell us that he was no longer going to be performing any ceremonies, but because he had committed to this couple, he didn't want to let them down. But unfortunately, he had a health issue, which had caused his body to break out into spasms. And without going into the specifics of the disease, his his arm would essentially like fling up out of nowhere and he had very little control over it. So here is this man who is going through absolute turmoil in his life with his health. And even though he was going through all of that, he still was committing to be there for them if they wanted him. So I'm looking at this man thinking, wow, you're pretty remarkable. And the couple was so touched that he was willing to do that, that I said to him, how can we help you? Because he was, he was standing out in the middle 
of a patio that was no like nowhere to lean, nowhere to rest his, his arms or his bodies or his body just standing there and I said, "How about if I buy a podium for you to lean on? Would that give you some like some help, some assistance for you?" And he went, "Oh my gosh. Brooke, that would be amazing if you could get a podium." He said, "Then I can lean and I could actually hold on to something and I would have a little bit more control over my body. And the couple immediately said, like, that would be amazing. You know, yes, please do that. And he performed the most beautiful ceremony for these two and did everything they possibly asked, had it down to, like, anything they wanted. He made sure he touched on in this, you know, in in the ceremony itself and in his talk. He was, he just did such an amazing job for them. And he was dealing with an awful lot and he still remembered what mattered. So I tell you this because the officiants that have their hearts in what they do or an officiant that loves the couple is going to get it right. So if you can find somebody that you relate to and that you feel a connection with, I suggest you hold on to that person and you use them as your officiant because it will make the biggest difference in the world to your wedding. Next time on Cheers to You, we will be discussing transportation and how to get your guests to and from safely. Hi, Brooke Voris here. If you like what you heard on the show, Cheers to You, then please leave us a review, subscribe to the show, or forward it on to a friend. It would be greatly appreciated. Something on your mind? Don't forget to go to brookevoriswedings.com to submit your question so it can be discussed on the show. Thank you for listening and cheers to you.